0: ready for some fun creative times welcome back to brian's art of creation this is sketching and clay and for today what i wanted to do was there's a few things that i've been going through and thinking about and there's also some topics that i'm kind of approaching and starting to share a little bit more of that my courses are going to revolve around and so today i just wanted to i'm going to play around here and this video right here is just going to be me being honest and just speaking from the heart, and we're going to see what comes out. So I'm not doing a time lapse for this week. I'm not doing any cuts or edits. So we're just going to see what comes out. I'm going to kind of play around, see what kind of care, what character comes out. But I want to talk a little bit about exactly where I am, the things that I'm kind of thinking about and struggling with at the moment, as well as the direction I'm heading and creativity. So I'm gonna kind of shift the camera around and get ready, but we're gonna go ahead and jump into this. And so right now, I have been thinking and kind of struggling a little bit every once in a while with creativity. And the issue is that a lot of the times I overthink things. So I go in and I'm trying to with my art try to tell stories and how can I make the biggest impact what kind of character do I want to do I want to make and the biggest issue is that there's so many different directions I can take whether it's do I want to make a specific character do I want to you know tell a specific story or highlight a quote that I want to share or things like that and there's just so many different directions but also just thinking you know the fact that I love sketching in clay and just coming up with characters, and that's the the best part for me, rather than going in and detailing and finishing and everything. Just discovering the character and really bringing it to life through clay and just playing, and, playing around and constantly changing it to, to explore. And so, with all of those things and those things going through my mind, one of the things battling is the fact of trying to figure out my next move or the direction that I'm trying to go. And which gets in the way of kind of sharing the stories that I want to tell. So right now I have some, some new ideas and the new course that I'm working on and it's about sharing creativity. And so I think that if we can, build a habit and I'm trying to get back into my habit of sketching every single day, doing something creative, whether we spend five minutes or whether we spend 20 minutes or five hours, just going in just for a little bit, just to use it to create your creative time as a meditation, as a little bit of therapy that kind of just helps you to get centered. And so right now, I want to start that's one of the things I'm working on challenging myself to do is every single day to do some to do a little sketch, a little creativity whether that's me just sketching something fun, whether that's me studying and trying to do a likeness or a specific character or trying to tell a story that I can share with you guys through these videos or you know an idea for a or even if I just use it as a brainstorming session to where I'm going to go in there and just sketch something and brainstorm for a course and what I think will help, you know, you guys out there that are watching. And so that's kind of where I'm at right now. And so the course that I just built is all about creativity. And it's for anybody that is either stuck even like I am right now with their creativity, or people that don't believe that they're creative. And so what I want to do is to really destroy that thought because every single one of us is creative in our own, in our own special way. So some of us, you know, are a little more artistic Some of us are a little bit more in our creative problem solving, our creative thinking. Some of us are writers. Some of us are bakers or chefs or cooks. Some of us like doing little crafts or scrapbooking. But every single one of us has creativity in us, whether we want to admit to it or not. You know, when we were were born, every single one of us was creative. Every kid that you have ever met is creative. Some of them are a little more or some of them have their own special flavor of creativity. Some of them might be a little bit more wild and out there and some of them might be a little bit more playful, but every single one of them is unique and has their own, their own special flavors, what I like to call it. And so what happens is every single one of us is, has this imagination this creativity inside of us. But as we grow up, as we go through life, what I believe is that it keeps getting drilled out of us. When you're super young, when you're three, four, you guys can create your own games out of nothing. We can see a box and turn it into a fort or a castle or a dungeon or anything that we can kind of imagine, right? However, as we start getting a little bit older, we start packing on responsibilities. And what happens is a lot of that starts to get drilled out of us. They actually did a study and they followed a group of students and they asked these students when they were in kindergarten or first grade, how many of them wanted to be artists and nearly every single one of them almost raised their hands following the same students up through high school and there was maybe one left that still wanted to be an artist and that just does to show you that a lot of just going through high school going through school in general and as you grow up you lose touch with your creativity with that inner child that you have now I'm not saying that everybody needs to be an artist but Art can be a, it can be a tool that you use to, it can be a hobby or a tool that you use to, whether you wanna do it just for a little bit as a hobby, whether you wanna go all in and build a business, or even whether it just becomes a fun activity for you to spend time with your family, with your kids and just create. Or what if you wanted to use it as a tool to help you overcome your stress or certain issues that you may be facing through, or use it as a little personal meditation time to where you get away from the world and just release everything onto the paper or into the clay. Anything that's kind of holding you back or upsetting you or things that are going on with work, this is just kind of a release. And so getting back to my main story, the, as you go through, you start going through school, first off, the art isn't considered important in school. Your main core subjects are English, math, social studies, science. It's core, even though most of that you won't use the rest of your life, but art is still looked it down upon and it's just an elective if you want to take it. And so, That's also the only time you're really allowed to be creative because if you think about it, you're taught to, they're trying to teach you how to think for yourself and how to come up with your own answers, your own ideas. And you know, basically creative problem solving is one of the terms I heard in school. However, whenever you try to really be creative in solving problems, you're always told, no, there's 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 a certain system, there's a certain way, there's a certain order in which you have to do things. And so as you're going through school, you start trying to be creative and it's shut down. So you're like, ah, oh, you know, I got a new way. How about if we tried it th- no, there's a system. There's we have to do it this way. Oh, well, what if I know? And after after hearing no so many times or being shut down. I believe that the people that don't use it on a regular basis or don't flex that muscle, they, it kind of starts getting pulled into themselves. And as that happens, we kind of lose touch with it. We lose touch with that inner child and we grow up. And so we're constantly be telling no, And whenever we could have been creative, any of those creative ideas, they just stay in our head and they don't even come to fruition. And later on in life, they're they still locked away. However, we don't even have contact. We're not even in touch with those. And so, you know, we grow up, go through all these things in school. We start getting a job, we start coming up with ideas on the job of how things could be a little bit more productive or, Hey, maybe I could do it this way. But in a job force, it's even more strict and you're told a certain way to do things. There's a system, there's a blueprint that we follow in order to be successful. And so it's shut down even more to where you don't even come up with ideas anymore. These ideas don't even come. And that's what I think happens to a lot of people when they say, you know, I'm not really creative. I can't even draw a stick figure. Um, not only are they reassuring and constantly telling themselves that, which only makes it more and more true, but they also have just lost touch with it because they haven't flexed those muscles in so long. Some of them, some people are able to get it back when they have kids because their kids help them rediscover it. But what if you took the time and actually went in and just had fun just to kind of rediscover yourself and rediscover and rescue that inner child that's kind of locked away inside of all of us? Because every single one of us has that. Another thing that I hear a lot, especially around creativity is, you know, I tried, but I couldn't do it. I tried, but I wasn't good enough. And what that says to me is that, you know, you gave it one shot, you spent five minutes, and you didn't create a masterpiece. And that's that's also, unrealistic and that's not how it's going to work. It's, it's not about how perfect or how the end result is. It's about how you, it's about the system, the process, and actually enjoying the process and having fun while you're doing it. So leaping off of that, this whole idea of perfection really kind of annoys me because I hear it constantly, especially with my work. And like I said, I enjoy sketching. I enjoy doing sketches and coming up with concepts. The ones that I like, I'll work on and I'll kind of complete and see where it takes me. But a lot of these are just studies. However, because of the fact that it's in this medium, it's in clay, it's a three-dimensional piece. Whenever somebody sees something, they're like, oh, are you gonna finish that? Did you finish that? And nobody can, nobody wraps their head around, you know, doing a maquette or doing a little study. When I tell people that, you know, oh, that was just a sketch, I didn't really do anything with it. They're always just so taken back. And when I think about that, it's, it's always kind of weird because illustrators, artists, painters, a lot of them carry sketchbooks and they work in them to do different studies to kind of work out their composition or do concept sketches or you know even if it's just going to life drawing class or going to the mall and just drawing people and the sketchbook is just there for them to kind of play around with things and learn and even just do studies to kind of grow their knowledge and figure out what they're going to what they're going to draw or paint. However, because my the medium is clay, people can't look at look at it and say there's no way that you can really have a sketchbook. This is this, you know, this is a three-dimensional piece and you put so much work into it. Why why didn't you finish it? Well, when you look at an artist a painter's sketchbook or an illustrator's sketchbook you would never expect them to finish and turn every single page into a masterpiece. Some of them are studies that have different purposes. And so that's what I like to look at my work as and that's what I would like everyone else to kind of start out their work as. What if you just took this as a learning exercise, just a fun exercise to where You didn't put all of that extra pressure on yourself. You didn't put all that extra pressure to come up with an amazing piece. Everybody that says, oh, I couldn't even draw a stick figure. So what? We're not making stick figures. And what if you just actually enjoyed it and had fun? And even if all you came up with this weird looking worm thing, so what? As long as you enjoyed it and you actually had fun, the end result really doesn't matter. But unfortunately, a lot of people are so judgmental and so down on themselves about, you know, if I'm gonna do it, it has to be the greatest. It has to be just amazing. Even the first try out, I have to get it absolutely perfect. Even though everything else that you've tried, you've never gotten perfect on the first round. And the reason that you might be good at something is because you've done it over and over and over again. And you kept pushing yourself to go farther. So that also leads me to think back to when you were a baby or think back to your own child or how your mother thought when you were a baby and you started walking. I can almost guarantee that every single one of you was not perfect. The very first time you tried to walk, you stood up and you fell over. You took a step, you fell over. And it took time, and it took repetition. However, your parents weren't like, all right, well, we're gonna give her a chance to try it and see if it works for her, and see if she's able to do it. You know, they didn't say that my my son or daughter is gonna try to walk, and we'll see how it goes. I mean, <clears throat> One of the best stories I hear from Tony Robbins and Jim Rohn is that you know the whole story of how many how many tries does an average parent give their child to walk, you know before they say, "Yeah, you know what you just you're just not picking this up. Maybe walking's just not your thing." They don't do that, right? They say that they say, "My child's going to keep walking until it's going to keep trying until they walk until they move." And what happens is now we're in a world full of people that are capable of walking. And for everybody that isn't physically capable, they learn a way to move, whether that is a kid scooting around, whether that is a kid in a wheelchair and learning how to move and how to turn, whether that is any other means of moving. and one of the reasons is because it's something that we decide that we want to get better at that we want to do that we don't want to be held back by and as we do that we get better each try and now you don't even it's something that is in your muscle memory you don't even think about it Now, I love the story just because it really, it really speaks into the idea of everybody that says, oh, you know, I tried, I just wasn't good enough. Well, you know, there's a lot of people that were told they weren't good enough and then they became, they went on to become the greatest. You know, you hear so many stories like that. You know, for example, like Michael Jordan being cut from his, I believe it was the high school team, but yet going on to be, the greatest basketball player there ever was. And it's because he put in so much time, especially on the off season, and just kept drilling and drilling because he loved it, but also because he had that drive to just want to keep getting better and better. And so I'm not saying, again, I'm not saying that you have to put that much time and effort into it, but what if you put a little bit in And what if you put a little bit in and you just enjoyed it and had fun and didn't worry about whether you're the best or whether it was gonna be an amazing outcome. Now, since I was also talking about that idea of kids and walking, I learned that from listening to speeches, but the thing that I added on that I personally thought about was you also have to surround yourself with people that are going to inspire you and not bring you down. So how that relates to this is that when people try to be creative or make some artwork or do something, unfortunately in today's world, we're also, not only are we extremely hard on ourselves, but social media and the way that everybody is connected and the way that everybody has to put their own two cents in today, we're also extremely touchy and vulnerable. And there's so many people out there that just want to bring you down. And so what I'm saying is what if you were to surround yourself with people that lift you up, that inspire you, that tell you to keep going and keep pushing you forward instead of the people that are saying yeah, you know you're not really that good at that. Maybe you should try something else. You know, if you think back and we go back to that story of a kid trying to walk, the the kid's take a couple steps and they fall over. You know, they get back up. Their parents are like, "Oh, you're doing so great. You're doing so amazing." And let's say the kid takes three steps, falls over. They're like, oh, that's great, try again. Go ahead, honey, go ahead, try again. They get up, they take one step, and they trip and they fall over. How many times have you heard you know, a mother or a father say, oh, you're doing so good, you're getting so much better. Just that little bit of inspiration and push is something that I think gives off that positive energy that helps you to get better and to try harder and to just excel. I mean, the parents were totally lying because obviously she took three steps and then they only took one step and fell over. They're not getting better. They're getting worse. Or are they just going through the transition of trying to learn? However, they never say that. They don't say, Oh my God, you're backtracking. What happened? You, uh, you were able, you were able to walk across the entire living room yesterday and now you can't even take three steps. What's the matter with you? They come at it and say, oh my God, you're doing such an amazing job. You're getting so much better. I can't believe it. I can't wait till you start walking. You're really getting, you're starting to really move around. Oh my God, you're, you, you're just, you're just getting so much better. Every time you walk, you're getting so much better. What if you were able and you chose some friends and some people to surround yourself with that actually did that for you and just said, you know what? You're doing amazing. And this doesn't have to be fake either. This doesn't have to be everyone telling you that you're the greatest even when, you know, your artwork is horrible. There, You can still be able to guide people and be able to share some love on you even when you may not be improving or growing. I shouldn't say growing. I should say even when you're not constantly Improving with every piece because sometimes especially with art we may do a piece that's that's great and we may hit a We may hit a uh, A spiral on the next one to where it doesn't it doesn't turn out the way we want not every single artwork is going to be a masterpiece but what if you had somebody that was honest with you saying you know you're doing amazing, I can't believe you're still trying, that's awesome. Now, this one, I think it could it could definitely work if you did a little bit more like this, or, you know, the proportions are a little bit off, and give you constructive criticism, criticism that you can learn from, that you can take on and say, wow, you know, I didn't notice that because, You know, when I'm working on my own artwork, I'm just so close and focused to where I didn't take a step back. And you know what? You're right. Thanks for pointing that out. I'm going to keep an eye on that the next time I work on a piece. Or I'm going to go in and I'm going to try to tweak or fix that. You know, what if you were able to to surround yourself with people like that that said, you're doing amazing. I, I love the passion that you bring to it and I'm loving what you're creating. However, you know, you could what if you did this and you could improve like this or like this and you had qualified people telling you stuff that could really help you out. And now what if you also combine that with a mindset that said, you know, I appreciate their thoughts and I can go through and decide on whether what they're telling me is actually something that I should improve upon or is it something that maybe is, a personal stylistic choice. And what if you were able to surround yourself with those kind of people, instead of people that constantly tear you down, like the people that we have, you know, on social media and on the internet and kind of everywhere hiding in all those technology depths. And so that is one of the biggest things and takeaways from this new course I just built out is I want to show you guys how to get started because another not another thing now that that comes to mind is that people don't know exactly where to start they're like oh you know what it'd be interesting but I'm not even sure where to start like what kind of clay do I get and if I get clay should like they look at it and they'll have they'll have this block of clay and be like Yeah, I kind of want to make a character, but I, (laughs) I don't even know where to start with this. Should I start with making a ball and then seeing where it goes or, you know? And so I do want to share exactly where to, to kind of get you guys with some ideas to flow because one of the, one of the other things in a lot of art classes is everybody's, a lot of people complain and say, Oh man, I wish I could draw what I wanted to, you know, or I wish I could make up my own topics. But then a lot of times the problem is, is you tell somebody, go ahead and draw whatever you want. And they're like, Okay, um, yeah, I don't really know what I want to make. And so what I want to share is give you guys some starting points and some ideas on Learning to kind of see shapes more and kind of see Where your own personal inner creativity can lead you To where your own subconscious starts seeing different things almost along the lines of when people look up into the clouds and Little kids and adults will see different things You know, and it's all a matter of Kind of allowing yourself to believe and to see different things. And so that's where I start off with the course. And then also trying to get everybody to understand and actually enjoy the idea that maybe this could be a This could be something I do for fun. This could be something that I use to get away or to meditate, to brainstorm, to think of things. And what if this is something I could use as my own personal therapy, just to kind of a lot of people do free writing and just kind of, they don't think about what they're going to write. It's just a form of writing to where you just let everything, it just rolls off your, just rolls off your tongue or onto, off your pen into the page. And what if you were able to do that with other forms of art? What if you were able to do that with clay and you just created the monsters that you're fighting? So if you're really struggling, and I did this with my Inner Demon series to where, what if you're really struggling with procrastination? or my own personal one, analysis paralysis, and overthinking and, you know, um, intimidation and any any of the other kind of things that kind of come up and that you're trying to battle. What if you created a character that resembled that and you could look at it in its eyes and just kind of stare at it? And it would be basically, you can use it as a couple different things. You can either create a face so that it's no longer hidden, so that you can stare at it and figure out a way to overcome it and to be bigger than it. Or you can also use it as, I'm gonna let all of this energy out. I'm gonna let all of this negative energy out and it's just gonna throw on the page. So they do that with, you can do that really well with art and with paint. And with getting these really heavy, these aggressive brush strokes and just really creating something so abstract and wild. And there's just a certain energy to it and it's because you're releasing all of this energy into it. Now with clay, you can definitely be a little more abstract. It's not my own personal style. However, there are so many different things that you can do. and there's no rules you can create whatever it is that you want to make and so if you wanted to to create something and just really press hard into the clay and kind of give it this really rough textures or these really deep creases and wild lines that just kind of envy exactly how you're feeling what you're going through and what if you were able to create something and actually decided you were going to keep it. And this is going to be a symbol of, you know, when I was going through that depression state and I put it all into this, I captured, I used the clay to capture all of that energy and I let it out so that I could feel free. What if I let all of that energy out into the clay? And now this is almost like a safe, like a lockbox that everything is captured in here and now every time I look at it I can look at it and say that holds all of my negative energy and I feel so great that I got it out or I can look at it and say that is who I used to be and that's not who I am today and it doesn't mean that you're going to go you're going to come out with an overnight success and the next day you're going to be magically better. But what if you created something and you had fun, you enjoyed it. And the next day you were 1% better. You felt 1% better. Just one. That, that little, let me see. Let me see if I can find something else. Here we go. Look at this. What if you were just able to make that slight 1% adjustment, and just these three inches down the road here, we're already in a different place. So think about if you were to continue on just 1% here and 1% there, the trajectory of where you're going to go is going to end up in a totally different place. And so what if you were able to do that with this and create something that you let all of those bad energies, those negative energies. Here's something else that I was just thinking about. What if you took this and a lot of people with, I've heard with creative writing, they crumple it up, they throw it away, they burn it. What if you were able to take your sculpture and at the end you just looked at it, you just spent some time with it, and then you took that last bit of extra energy and just just, just smashed it or you kind of let it dry you know i'm using depending on what you want to do with it i'm personally using water-based clay but what if we were to let this dry and after it dried you just smashed it you threw it on the ground and smashed it and you said you know what that is a all the shatters all the shards that is a broken piece of who i used to be what i let out those are all the monsters that i let out of myself And so that's some of the basic things that I want to be able to share. And so in the coming weeks, I want to do a little bit more of this. Um, Just having fun and kind of letting ideas out without going through and editing and really planning what to say. Now, The downside is that the way that I work and the way that I think my mind kind of bounces around and goes to a lot of different ideas and has a lot of tangents as you kind of heard a little bit of today. However, I also think just speaking from the heart and seeing what comes out, there's a lot of spontaneous ideas and different things that can really be helpful. And so, for the next few weeks I'm gonna try to come up with some ideas with that to whether I'm not I'm not sure if I'm gonna do it in the same exact format to where I actually do a video of me sculpting and talking at the same time but I definitely do want to do some some just straight from the heart just riffing on ideas and topics and just kind of sharing my heart on what it means to me so in the future, want I want to take on some quotes. I want to take on some personal thoughts, some new lessons that I have in mind, and I will probably share with you guys a piece because I'll pro- a, a sculpture, an art piece that kind of resembles it. Um, for example, there's a few of them that I would really love to do. Whether it's you know creating a character like um, like Moana from, you know, Disney, Pixar's Moana, and creating that sculpture and using it to kind of share the story of what if you were to actually go after what's in your heart, and, and if I spoke a little bit on going after your dreams and not being held back and going against these challenges, or if I took on a quote um, like a Tony Robbins quote and did, you know, life happens for you, not to you. And the different things that have gone on in my life and have happened to me in the past to where I've always been able to look at it in a positive mind, in a positive way. Not saying that the positive way is better than it not happening, but if there is an instance and if there is something that happens, focusing on a small positive aspect of it and what you can learn and grow from it is always going to be better than focusing on the negative and what you lost. And so with you know with that I would you know I was thinking about trying to do another sculpture of Tony Robbins or doing something that kind of inspires or ignites that and so I would do like a time-lapse but still do an audio overlay and say you know just going right from the heart and saying whatever comes to mind. No edits, just really being spontaneous. Because another thing that happens a lot of times is that, of course I already talked, here we go again, I already talked about how I stay in my own head a lot and I get lost in my own thoughts. And when I plan things out a little too much, it ends up being a little too robotic and uninteresting and I also lose some of the passion for it because honestly most of my videos are one or two takes in case I you know if I start coughing or something weird comes up in the background or if I lose my train of thought. But when I record something and I miss and I mess up or you know I've done it like a couple times or I've come up with notes on what I'm going to say. I lose a little bit of the passion just because it's something I've already said, or I planned it word for word or an idea of a word. And I've said it a couple of times before I actually go in to say it and record it. And so a lot, what I want to do and I'm going to test it for the next few weeks and see what comes out, but just sharing straight from the heart, seeing, just sharing not only what is currently going on, some of the struggles that I am personally going through, that way you guys can see that I'm not perfect and there's still constant battles that I'm still trying to overcome and figure out, but also that there are plenty of things that I've also found my own ways or have learned from different people and kind of combined into my own special concoction of how to overcome obstacles. And so that's what I wanna share with you guys. And, you know, I'm gonna be adding on to this new course and sharing a little bit more about it. And hopefully you guys get inspired, whether it's from that or whether it's just listening to these videos it gets you a little inspired to try something of your own and just have fun with it whether it turns out to be something amazing that you're proud of forever or whether it's something that you use as a tool to overcome your own personal obstacles so with that I have created the starting of a skull that is nowhere near anatomical but it is something that just kind of came together because I was just following the shapes and seeing what happened. I wasn't thinking that hey I'm gonna create a skull or you know I think this would be cool. I just started making shapes and building up and seeing where they go and if I decide to play around with this I could even you know turn this into something totally different and kind of even erase or scrap off the entire thing. Just because it's a fun sketch, and I'm not afraid to destroy it. I'm not afraid to kind of take it in a new direction. I'm not glued to this has to be, you know. I already spent so much time on this. What I, I can't just wreck it. And as I'm closing this out, I'm going to add one more point, just because that just came up. See, there's that that tangent, and that that wild mind again. Another thing that people do is. They will stick to an idea that they had or stick to a section or a piece of artwork, even if it isn 't working so let 's say I was sculpting this, and I spent you know a half hour sculpting the eye, but then it was a little bit too big, or you know that that kind of eye just didn't didn 't really work, and I needed to redo it there 's a lot of people and a lot of artists out there that get too attached and say, you know, I put so much work into it, I don't want to erase that. And so every piece that I have, I'm not afraid, even at the end, to scrap the entire project or, you know, carve carve something huge. Like if I were to just take out this entire face and just get rid of this entire side because I wanted this to be kind of like a, a melting man or, you know, I wanted this to be, or I thought that... You know, it should be a little bit more off centered or a little bit, um, disfigured. A little bit more of a disfigured skull to where this eye was going to be a little bit more, a little bit more bigger. This one was going to be a little bit more lower, almost like, almost like Sloth from the Goonies and just kind of completely destroying and changing or reworking something. Or even with that, you're gonna find new things like, this is an entirely different type of skull to where this is more, especially with the larger eyes, a little more alien-like. And what if I completely destroyed and shifted this side to kind of match a little bit more. Kind of added on a little bit out here because now I'm seeing alien, but also a little bit more, more bug life. And even though I spent the entire time as I was kind of sharing ideas and talking, you know, I wasn't set on the idea and I'm not afraid to completely destroy something so that I can, you know, share the vision that I have or the idea that I have. And I'm not afraid to let ideas show, even if this idea and this result, this sculpture at this very moment is 10 times worse than the other one. Because yes, it might be a little upsetting and sad. However, first off, I sculpted the other piece before so I can always sculpt it again, or I can always go back to it. But the other thing is, is, this was an idea that I wanted to explore and I don't want to be afraid to explore things because I'm afraid to let the past or the old sculpture go because I'm not sure if the new one's going to be better and that I said that that's another concept to think about what if you're holding on to see as you come up with these sculptures a lot of stories can kind of come into your mind and that right there what I just thought of and what I'm going to kind of explain real quick is what if as you were creating something you came up with a story a concept like I just did and what if you were afraid to let go of the past to let go of something that you have. You're afraid to let go of a certain aspect, a certain job, a certain something that you have going on. Even though it's not quite working out, and it's not quite, you're not completely satisfied or happy with it, you're just kind of managing it because you don't wanna change or explore this new idea that you have because it could be worse than the last one. Now, if you constantly go through life like that, not wanting to try new things because you're afraid to mess up the past or you're afraid that what you're thinking about won't work out you're going to be trapped now as with everything else this isn't a simple black and white there's a lot of gray matter that goes in between there depending on the situation so don't just take this and say i have to let everything go and try something new there's a lot of thought there's a lot of there's a lot of different variables depending on the situation. So I'm not saying that you go in one day and you get upset at work and you and you decide that you wanna move on and move to another state and go try something else, but what if you took the concept and really thought about it and said, you know what, I don't wanna be afraid and what if I gave it a shot and what if I just tried little baby steps to get there? Even if I'm only moving one step at a time, I'm still getting there faster than I would if I wouldn't have moved. And I'm still one step ahead of where I was yesterday. So, with all of that, and I'm hoping that you guys have enjoyed it, that this has come to make a little bit of sense and that you guys have gotten a little bit out of it. Please let me know if there's any topics, any ideas you guys would like to see. If there is anything, I'm going to share a link of the course that I created just to let you guys in and let you see and explore to see if it's something that you guys would be interested in. But even with all of these free videos and just listening, let me know if there's anything that you guys would like to see me tackle or talk about or sculpt about and if there's any way that I can help you guys overcome any of these obstacles that you may have. So. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you guys are listening on the podcast, check out YouTube for the video version so that you can see the sculpt and me talking and going in circles as I try to kind of come across these ideas. And please subscribe so that you guys can see the other videos, help support, and you know, all of this helps to support future videos. It helps to support the little heroes and the little characters that I'm able to make and meeting these amazing children. Um, I do have a new one that I'm going to be working on soon that I will be sharing. Um, But thank you guys so much for watching. Have an awesome week. Go out there get creative.